0: To the Go Beyond podcast, or welcome to the Go Beyond podcast. So, this is your first episode. This is episode 19, and today I'm going to be talking all about working out and training and why I work out, why you should work out, um, motivators, and how to sustain long term workout habits so that you know it becomes a part of your lifestyle and therefore benefits your health long term rather than just a short term fix. Before we hop into that, quick thank you to the show sponsor, Vivo Life. Vivo Life make the best plant based products on the market to enable you to perform at your best every single day. So if you are training and you're getting all that right, then you want to support it correctly with the correct supplements and Vivo do just that. If you head to www.vivolife.co.uk and use the code Go Beyond that is the number 10, you get a 10% discount on all of their amazing products. So go check it out. let's let's hop into episode 19 of the Go Beyond podcast. Okay, so today's topic is all about training and I want to answer or put out a few questions and those are why do you train, how are you training, what are you training for and how are you going to maintain that training? Uh, We'll cover more than that but that's kind of the basis of it. I think it's very important to understand why you are training so I know a lot of people find it really difficult to get into a routine of working out they are put off by the thought of getting into it and it's mainly the resistance inside of them presenting them from doing it because deep down I think we all know that working out will make us feel better and when I say working out that can be any sort of capacity of working out we'll address that in a minute but I think everyone is aware that that is going to make them feel better it's going to be good for their health and I think really even though it is easy to play dumb and say but I don't know what to do I think nigh on everyone is smart enough to work out that if you put one foot in front of the other every single day and you do it a bit longer the next day or a bit faster the next day and you challenge yourself even something as basic as that is good for your health and I think most of the excuses come from a position of resistance rather than you know complete negligence so I think for me when it comes to forming a long-term relationship with working out, long-term habit. You've got to understand why you are training. Why do you want to train? Of course, you have the obvious point of it's good for my health. It'll be good long-term for my health. That is, I think that's a no-brainer. But why else? Is it aesthetics, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Is it aesthetics? Do you want to look a certain way? Do you want to improve the way that you look? Is it to be a better athlete? Is Is it to move better? Is it to remove chronic pain perhaps you're someone who suffers with back pain um, or neck pain from sitting too long at a desk whatever it is understanding why you train is vitally important and i believe that it is important to have more than one motivators to get you into the gym or get you out of the door so the first may be for most people in my experience could be aesthetics but what is the second because at some point the sort of gains that you're going to make that infamous word gains they're going to slow down and you'll continue to make them but they're going to slow down and it's going to become less motivating than it was in the first place when it was really easy to make a change so what else why why else do you want to train is there something to do with your way your body moves or is there an injury or is there something that you can set about improving for me whenever i'm training a client i like to look at how can we make you better Uh, as an athlete or a better human so how can i make you move better how can i make you faster more powerful more agile more mobile to produce better longevity in terms of physical health and also short-term benefits to it sounds ridiculous i say it to a lot of clients but say you were to just stumble and fall off the curb preventing you from rolling your ankle in doing that or if you were to stumble off the curb and a bus was coming preventing you to get hit by that Sounds ridiculous, but to be able to be more athletic and more useful within your body is a very important thing to me. And I think once you switch someone's mindset around to it, they quickly understand that it is to them also. So, second, primary and secondary motivators are extremely important for long-term motivation. Looking good for a beach might get you out the out the door into the gym for the first two weeks, but once that holiday's over, what's going to get you in there next? then you have to look at what training is right for you. What training should you be doing? So a lot of people sort of try and think what is the best style training out there to achieve a certain uh, certain look or a certain skill set, and that's brilliant. But it is completely, um, completely unimportant if you don't like that form of training. So if I was to say to you the best way to get more mobile is to go and do gymnastics or go and do yoga, or anything along those lines but you hate doing those well it's a waste of time because you're not going to get out the door and do it you're not going to be motivated to do it so what else can we do if you're trying to lose weight but you hate running don't run what else can you do if you hate spinning don't spin because everyone else is doing it and if you hate doing hit in a dark room with bright lights and uh bright flashing lights and big bold music and being shouted at don't do it just because that is the fad you don't have to do it there are so many different ways to achieve what it is you are after So understanding what you enjoy is key. Okay, you might have to do a bit of trial and error on that. You can't just suddenly decide you don't like something if you've never tried it. But don't keep dragging yourself to something that you don't enjoy because you want to formulate a happy uh, relationship with your health and with your working out. Not one of, oh, I've got to go and do this because that sucks. That's not long term and it shouldn't be a punishment. It should be an achievement. As for, I touched on there, as for training for a specific goal, this is perhaps where a coach comes in or where advice needs to be lent, because if you are training to achieve a specific goal, it's important you're doing the correct training. So are you training for power? Are you training for speed? Are you training purely for weight loss? Are you trying to become more mobile? Are you trying to fix something? This type of training you are doing and the guidance you are getting from that is important. So... I think you see a lot of people working super hard in the gym and attending these classes, perhaps a HIT class, and that's fantastic. But you see in the majority of these classes, you see very little mobility taking place. You see uh, very little attention per person as to technique and as to skill development. So you need to sort of have a think about how you can deeper layer that. Do you need to get a coach for a short while? Do you need to think about the classes you're attending? Do you need to do a bit of more research? Uh, that is the role of the coach in my eyes, to to further improve those areas and to provide an expert opinion and to, to take that away from you, to take the responsibility of that away from you as a person wanting to get better, taking it on them themselves and implementing it for you and making it completely achievable. But the style of training you are doing is very important for reflecting the outcome majority of training methods as long as diet is correct will end up in a weight loss so we'll end up improving aesthetics pretty much all training systems are going to do that but are all training methods and training systems going to improve your strength your endurance your mobility whatever it is whatever that other motivator of yours is make sure you're doing the correct training to supplement that another thing that's important for me with training is understanding whether the person doing the training whether whether it's me or whether that's the client Are you adaptable? So is your body able to adapt to different loads and can you handle variability? This is perhaps more important for someone who's further along the lines in their training. But if you are someone, say a a runner, say you love going on a run, how adaptable is your body and can you handle the variability of a different run? So for example, you may be able to run six miles at a good pace, but can you sprint 100 meters without uh, putting yourself at risk of injury? Can you can you charge up hills? Can you charge down hills? How capable is your body at handling that variability? Same with if you're someone who attends yoga classes frequently. that's it's fantastic, love yoga, but how able are you to adapt to running for a bus or sprinting for a train not running away from danger? How would your body deal with the variability that it is faced with? And you do not need to be able to do absolutely every single form of training. I constantly put myself in that, that wormhole because i just want to challenge myself to be able to cover as many bases as possible but it's not necessarily the most effective manner of training um you need to you do need to have some sort of specified goal and specified skill set that you're chasing but make sure you're not completely one-dimensional because because to be a full all-round athlete you need to be able to handle variability so another thing to do with your habit your long-term habits short-term habits getting out there sustaining it and developing a good relationship with your training is to make sure you have measurables okay so how are you going to measure your progress what gets measured gets managed so how are you going to measure what you are doing and again this can be relevant to your goal or it cannot be but again much like the thing at the very start i believe it's important to have more than one goal and two goals that are sort of different in terms of the methodology. So how are you going to measure your goals? Okay, an easy one is to measure your weight or skin folds or measurements of your your stomach, your arms, your ass, your legs, whatever it is, and your weight. are two, Those are two very obvious things. And of course, for aesthetics, they they're really good to keep on track of. And in general, just for what your body is doing, is it putting on muscle, is it putting on fat, is it losing fat? So measurements are a very key way of tracking progress. But again, that is purely aesthetically driven to a certain extent, unless you're an athlete trying to put on X amount of muscle or whatnot. So what else can you measure? How else can you motivate yourself? Okay, can you measure a vertical jump? Can you measure a broad jump? Can you measure a speed time? That could be the speed at which you run a 40 meter or speed at which you run a 5k or a 10k. It doesn't matter. Make sure there are measurables in place in your training so that you are able to measure progress. And make sure there are two different types of goal. So set yourself the goal of achieving X and Y, and make sure the two of them have two different types of motivation. That way when when one is sort of dissipating, the other can take control and come to the forefront and drag you out the door and drag your trainers on and whatnot. I think that's about everything I wanted to cover. Very short episode. I just think that it's always good when developing workout habits or trying to get into the role of going to the gym uh, trying to overcome resistance before or even if you are in a state now where you're training just take a step back and ask myself why am i training or why do i want to train what do i want to achieve what's the look i want to achieve what's the physical capability that i want to achieve and how's the best way to go about doing that do i need a coach and be honest with yourself you may well need a coach that starts And it may seem like a big price to pay going to a good gym or or hiring a coach or whatever, but in relative terms, I think it's a small price to pay to have good health and to be a more optimal version of yourself because there is no doubt that once you start training or once you start doing the correct style of training, you will notice that your life grows and you are a bigger and better human being for doing it and you have better health and you will find a way to enjoy it it's just a matter of finding the correct training methods for you awesome as ever I hope some of that is of help and can be put to use and if you ever need to get in touch then please do not hesitate to hit me an email it's christian at gobeyondlifestyle.com feel free to get in touch if you have any questions about training or anything mentioned in today's episode or not even mentioned in the episode thank you very much for listening have an amazing epic healthy day, week, month, all of it. Cheers.